Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello there. This is Blake Lindsay. I certainly hope you're doing fantastic. And thank you so much for joining us on the Zig Ziglar Inspire Podcast. Once again, I sure want to give you a great big thank you for spreading the news as we're getting bigger. We're excited about that. And so is Zig. Over a quarter of a million people a month checking us out. And the best part is everybody's benefiting from it. And of course, that's how it's supposed to be. Today's podcast is a great sales lesson on how to help your prospect understand the difference between cost and price. Here's Mr. Zig Ziglar to tell us more. Prospect still said it costs too much. Then you simply ask, Mr. Prospect, if you could convince yourself that the price is more than fair, would you have any objection to going ahead with a yes decision today? Then the next question, are you really concerned about price or is it cost you're concerned about? Is it price or is it cost? Now, I want to stress a point here as you see me in this live presentation move in front of the blackboard. When you see me move to the blackboard, that literally means that you need to have a talking pad and be using it with your prospect. In our society, we have been conditioned to believe what we see and to question what we hear. Is this not so? All of your life you've heard people say little things like, well, listen, I was there, friend. I saw it with my own two eyes, and seeing is believing. Even though that's not necessarily true, we've been conditioned to believe that it is. What I mean is not necessarily true. Very simple. If you and I were to see a traffic accident, same time, same place, under identically the same circumstances, chances are excellent that 20 minutes later, you would be giving the wrong report on it. At least one of us would be given the wrong report. Maybe both of us. We watch our Saturday's Heroes, you know, on television. And the good guy goes out to catch a pass. And just as about to catch a pass, the bad guy comes along and knocks it away. And we jump up and down and rant and rave and whoop and shout and snort and scream and holler about those dumb, blind referees. I can't see anything. They ought to get him a CNI dog to lead him around. That's what they ought to do. He ought to be able to see. He fouled our man. He fouled our man. Oh, we are livid that he didn't see the other. Obvious. Then they run a replay. And we say, well, maybe he did finally get one right. But he'd been missing them all day. It's about time he got one right. We have folks been conditioned to believe what we see. And that's not necessarily valid, but we've been conditioned to question what we hear. Now, in the world of selling, what we want to do is to eliminate as many areas of doubt Remember we said earlier, they don't buy based on what they hear. They don't buy based on what they see. They don't buy based on what you show them or what you say them. They buy based on all of those that they can believe. Now, in order to be more convincing, when you see me go to the board and start writing, that's the time that you need to be writing on your talking pad as you talk to the prospect. Is it price or cost you're going to be concerned about? And in most cases, your prospect will say to you, well, what do you mean? What is the difference between price and cost? And then here's the example I use. Again, you need to translate. 
I will say this, I guess, 50 times throughout this entire series. You need to translate so that it fits your sales situation. I'm going to use an example because, number one, it happened to me. Number two, it beautifully and perfectly demonstrates exactly what I'm talking about. 1971, we went down to buy my son, who at that time was six years old, a bicycle. Now, in 1971, we went, first of all, to the Swin Bicycle Shop, and uh, the bicycle we looked at was $64.95. Well, in 1971, you just don't spend 65 bucks to buy a six-year-old a bicycle. He's just going to tear it up anyhow. So we, as prudent parents, went down to the discount store and found a really neat little bicycle for $34.95. Now, the price of one was $64.95. The price of the other was $34.95. We were excited about that $34.95 price. We bought it. Six weeks later, we went into the same store to get new handlebars for it. Now, because it was in warranty, they gave them to us. didn't cost us anything. About a month later, though, we went back in to get more new handlebars, and now the warranty is no longer in effect, and so we ended up investing $4.50 for those new handlebars. About two months later, the entire sprocket apparatus came completely unglued. So we went down, and when we got through, the bill was $15 and change. I don't know exactly how much. About a month later, the bearings in one of the wheels went kaput. We went down, and they were going to cost three, four, five, six, I don't know how many dollars, because at that point, we threw in the towel. We said, enough is enough is enough. At that point, you see, we had invested $54.45 in that bicycle. We then went down uh, to the Swin bicycle shop and invested $64.95 in the Swin bicycle. Now, my son literally rode that bicycle until he got to be too big to ride it. For 10 years, he was, uh, when he was 16 years old, he was still playing riding it. He was too big by then to actually ride it. But in 10 years' time, we did not invest another dime in that bicycle with the exception of two tires, and that had nothing to do with the quality of the bicycle. So let's look at what we're talking about. The price of this one was $34.95, the least expensive bicycle. We used that bicycle not counting the downtime. My son rode it for six months. That means the cost of that bicycle was $9 a month. That was the cost. The Swin bicycle, he rode it and used it for 10 years. Total price, 65 bucks. That means that we had ridden that bicycle for $6.50 a year. That was the cost of it. Mr. Prospect, one price to $34.95, but cost $9 a month. The other one was priced at $64.95, but it only cost $6.50 a year. Let me ask you again, Mr. Prospect, is it price you're concerned about, or is it cost? In the cost clothes, then you simply lower your voice, you look them in the eye, and you say, there are many people, Mr. Prospect, who can beat us on price, but nobody beats us on cost. Since price is a one-time thing and cost is a lifetime thing, if I'm reading you right, 
I'm betting that you are mostly interested in cost, aren't you? We can have this installed by next Friday, or if there's an emergency, we can have it in by Tuesday. Which would you prefer? I believe when you educate, you see, that's what that clothes beautifully does. It educates them to a fact. It educates them to the possibilities that your product has to offer. Now, where will this work? A friend of mine, Bill Egan, who's a Buick Dodson dealer in Bradley, Illinois, worked it this way. There was an elderly couple who, when Bill came in from out of town, listening, I might say, to this close on my other set of tapes, which this one is replacing and is reinforcing, I should say. When Bill was listening to those tapes coming in, he heard this exact close. And this was the third time this elderly couple had been in to buy this new car from them. Two salesmen had already worked with them and couldn't get the sale. The third one uh, was then working with them, and the couple kept saying, uh, the price is too high. The price is too high. Well, Bill walked in, and they invited uh, him to sit down and uh, discuss what the issue was. Then Bill said to the couple, Mr. and Ms. Prospect, it will involve $9,600 to make the exchange. They gave him the same injection to begin everybody else. Well, that price is too high. Well, they were like everybody else. They want the best possible price. But Bill looked at him and he said, let me ask you, is it price that you're really concerned about or is it cost? Right out of the book. And they said, in essence, well, what's the difference? Here's what Bill said. He's talking to the lady. Ma'am, price is a one-time thing. Costs can go on forever and ever as long as you have the particular product. Now, my question is this. Wouldn't it be better to pay a fair price one time and be through with it than to go on paying those little costs you get from a product which is probably not as good as what you're looking at right now? At this point, Bill paused. The lady looked at her husband, looked back at Bill and said... I'll take it. If you're listening to this podcast while driving in your car to an appointment, maybe you just learned a great close to use today. And if that's true, we sure want to celebrate with you. So feel free to give me a call at 214-207-6972. Hey, if you haven't yet learned about Success 2.0, you really owe it to yourself to find out about it. Go to Ziegler.com and see for yourself. Z-I-G-L-A-R.com. It's a great day to be alive. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.